0: Welcome to my crazy artist life podcast, where we lift the lid and take an honest look at all things, art, creativity, and business from growing as an artist, improving your art practice, the ups and downs of being creative, as well as crafting a strong business that is enjoyable and it also nourishes the soul. Join us as we take a deep dive into what life is like as an artist in my crazy artist life. Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode. It is Lisa here today. I'm running a solo episode because Kat unfortunately is at home wrangling some very sick kids. So if you would love to just jump on to Kat's Instagram at Kat Hamilton Art and just send her some love because right now it's not very fun with sick babies at home, but I'm still pretty excited to be here with you and share today's podcast. It is going to be a super practical one. You know what my podcasts are like, super, super practical, and hopefully will build your business Brilliantly. But before we get into that, I just want to say a huge thank you. We've been going for 16 episodes, and Kat and I are just blown away by the support that we have gotten from our beautiful community of creative entrepreneur artists. We've had well over 1200 downloads in just a couple of weeks, and to be honest, it is super humbling. And thank you for following us in our journey. I know we've got quite a few listeners that tune in every single week and it just is wonderful. We really hope that this podcast really does benefit you and your business and helps you hit those big goals, which is what we're talking about today. Now, Today's episode is about goal setting for artists. Now, I know you're creative types, you start to get that nervous twitch when we talk about setting boundaries and goals. I know it's tough, but I come to you and I really want to encourage you to hit out some of those bigger goals, those big picture goals that you normally wouldn't achieve unless you actually put a plan into action. Let me give you an insight into what the first six years of my business looked like. I was super busy doing the stuff, doing the emails, sending the jobs off, working with clients, sending the invoices. But some of those big picture goals, things like the big jobs, never, ever made it off the ground. And every year I would look at my my uh, big picture goals. And I would be like, how come I didn't get any time to work on some of the big things that really do propel my business forward. I was doing a lot of things in my business, but not actually building my business for the better. I'll give you an example of what my days would normally look like. I would fluff around for a bit, make a cup of tea. I would get on the emails, answer all my emails, do all of my immediate and emergence jobs. And then after that, I'd spend time on Pinterest or on the news or on YouTube. And then I'd fluff around a little bit more and I'd get to the end of the day and think that actually didn't really achieve everything that I wanted to achieve today. Um, You can really see a big change in my business personally from the moment that I started to implement this strategy that I'm going to teach you today. It is a super simple strategy. So what I need you to do is to get yourself settled in. You do need a pen and a notepad for today's episode, because I'm going to give you step by step, practical, super practical tips in getting your business um, up to the next level. All right. First of all, before we jump in, I love quotes. Here's a great one from Mark Twain. The secret of getting ahead is getting started. The secret to getting started is breaking down your complex and overwhelming tasks into small manageable tasks, and then starting with just one. This is exactly what we're going to be learning today. So first thing on your paper, I want you to do is I really want you to define what your values are. Now, you might need to come back and spend more time doing this. But um, for now, what we need to do is just put a heading up there for defining what your values are. I would highly recommend doing a full day maybe like a date day where you take yourself out for coffee with your notebook and your pen and you just dream about your business. What are your values? What are the things that are the most important to you as a person? Because you'll find that the things that you value are the things that you need to express in your business. There's no point building a business that is opposing to your values. For example, one of my core values is actually spending time with my kids. I don't want to be an absent mother because I am so busy. So I make sure that all of my goals fit within those values and don't actually take me away from my family at the young stage of their life. I try and fit them in. The next thing that I want you to do is have a good dream a really good daydream, a really good dream about where you want to see yourself in the future. This is so important. And I think this is the time in your business when you need to take the brakes off and just let your heart go a little bit. What would happen if dot, 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 for example. So what you want to do is you want to have a look at things like, what do you want your business to look like in six months time? in 12 months time, and then in five years time. Now, why is it important to break it down in things like that? It's because sometimes when we dream those big dreams, they can be a long way off and there's no connection to where you are right now. So it's really important to actually write goals for what you want to do in six months, in 12 months, and in five years. Would it be introducing a new income stream, building a better online presence, learning a new skill, financial targets? Maybe it's just a whole new transformation of your business. Whatever it is, break it down into smaller targets here's a top tip from me when it comes to social media. Social media can really absorb so much attention when it comes to small businesses. And I'm very careful when I set goals around small uh, small business and social media. Instead of writing down on your goals, I want to have 50,000 followers. That is not something that is actually really easy to achieve because you're fighting against an algorithm and an algorithm changes. Write down different goals around social media. Things like that you want to post consistently or you want to learn how to do reels. Your goals need to be about post quality, about building community engagement and building an audience rather than hitting a number target because I really don't believe that number targets are important. Only work on the goals that you can control. It's really important to not dream of a a new business model that is actually outside of your control because there's other influences at stake that you do not have the ability to change. Make sure it's something that you can do. All right. The next step after you've defined your dream, after you've defined your values is we need to actually have a really good stock take of where you're at right now, because there's no point building a fabulous business if the foundation's, are crumbling. So I need you to write down a good stocktake of where you are now. Let's have a good honest look at where your weaknesses are, things that are missing or currently broken and maybe even problematic. Be really honest with yourself because there's no point building a fabulous social media presence if your website is not functioning and you don't have a way to actually get people in touch with you on your website. You do need to think big picture and just have a really good analysis of what needs to be fixed right now. Right. Now that we've done that, you should be able to step back and have a look at some key things that need to be done in your business. You'll see things that need to be improved, but also new things that you want to add. Now, don't look at anything like there's a problem because there's nothing that this little method can't achieve. I promise you. Steve um, Jobs said, if you really look closely, most overnight successes took a long time. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to break it down. All right. Here's another top tip. Only focus on things that you can do. Really focus on things that you know fit who you are as a person. I originally tried to launch a wholesale business. It didn't take very long for me to realize that even though I saw beautiful online and wholesale businesses that I admired, it wasn't a model that fitted me. So make sure that the goals that you set for your business and the direction that you want to head for your business is something that really does suit you, your personality, the stage of life that you're in and the stage of your career that you're in. All right, let's get into the nitty gritty. Are you ready? The way that we're going to do this is with a 30, 60, 90 day plan. Now, I stumbled across this method of working through when I literally stumbled into bullet journaling. A couple of years ago, I got invited to the Brisbane planner markets because I sold notebooks, but I was clueless. I had no idea what planning was and I had even more, no idea what bullet journaling was, but I walked into this market and my journals sold like hotcakes. After that, I started really learning about the bullet journaling method. Now, what I'm teaching you today is Is sort of from the bullet journaling method but I've really customized it to be about goal setting for my business personally what you need to do every year is you start with your big picture goals what you want to achieve in your six months or your 12 months then you break it down into tasks that you can actually achieve over a 30-day period of time and then every three months you revisit your set of goals all right So on your piece of paper, I want you to write down what you can do in the next three months that will get you closer to your dream. I'm making it just three months because in three months things can change, priorities can change and it's important just to work ahead of where you are. For example, One of your goals might be to build your big online presence, but you do have to start working on your website before you even start doing anything else. Breaking that task down into small chunks really does take the overwhelm out of it because trust me, I get so overwhelmed by big tasks. They really do look daunting and especially when it's out of sight of your skill set. So break down your big tasks into smaller ones. On your piece of paper, I want you to decide what the maybe two or three most important things for you to do in the next three months are in order for you to reach your big dream. Whatever your dreams are, draw two or three boxes on your page. And in the top of every box, I want you to put the heading of what they are. My boxes change every single three months because every single three months, there's a different set of things that I need to put my focus into. For example, marketing is constantly in my box as a key focus. There could be painting, commissions, courses, websites, prints, or products. Every three months, my key focus always changes. I tend to limit it to two or three focuses as much as possible, because I find that if I try and take on four big projects in a three month period, I do fail rather badly. So keep it small to things that you can do. If it is a really big project, then just make it one thing that you want to achieve. All right, the next thing that we're going to do is under the box headings is we're going to break down that thing into the small tasks that you know that you can tick off when you get there. I'll give you a really good example. When I bring out a new range of notebooks, doing a notebook range takes me about eight weeks and I really do have to plan ahead in order to get them out at a specific point of time. So under the heading of notebooks in my journal, I would include dot points like research and theme development, painting covers, creating digital editing, scanning them, editing them, quoting, proofing and printing them. Then after I do all of those steps, I actually need to photograph them. I spend quite a lot of time photographing my product. I also do a bit of branding around every product release, which means I do a little logo. I do a little um, set of email marketing. I set up my social media posts before I even get them to the point where they're listed online for sale. I need to work on the photos and color correct them, edit them ready for um, being posted online. I need to do the descriptions. Then I need to roll out my marketing strategy where the posts go up, the emails go out. If I'm doing advertising around a launch, then I need to pre-plan that and have that as part of one of my tasks to get that set up. And then last but not least is to launch it. And then of course, after you launch it, there's more marketing. So for me to put my notebooks onto my website, it does take about eight weeks, but breaking it down into these small tasks really does help actually achieve them. It doesn't matter what kind of goal that you're pursuing Breaking them down into small char, um, tasks is super, super important because it does take that sense of overwhelm out. Now, like I mentioned earlier, when I first started business, I really did not get any of my big picture goals done. Year after year, I would get the the small tasks done on my business, the daily mill of the run stuff, but the big things that I really wanted to get off the ground never made it anywhere and it's because i never broke it down into small things once you've broken down your small tasks under each heading then it's a case of breaking them into what you can know that you can achieve every week or every month for example some things will take a quicker amount of time and you know that you can do it in one month There's other things that, you know, are a bigger, longer haul project and you need to do them over two or three months. Put them in your diary, allocate time for them. Maybe you want to allocate a day a week to doing your big goals, or maybe it's just a case like I do where I just allocate every week. This is one of my focus. And I know that at some stage in the week, I will get to that focus. I am not very rigid with this and I am not advocating for you to set up a rigid goal setting system system. That would drive me crazy. And I'm sure as a creative, it would drive you crazy too. It needs to be flexible and it needs to be able to um, bend and flex when life interrupts. So if you do have a week that gets taken over by a commission or an urgent um, project or something like that. It doesn't matter. You've still got your set of tasks written out and you can pick that up again when you get the next chance. This is the next step. And I think this one's actually a super important step. It's review and adjust. After you have worked through your set of tasks over a month, at the start of every single month, I will go back and review what my big picture goals are. So at the start of every month on the first week of September, for example, we're in September, I will sit down and work through what my big picture goals are. I'll refresh them in my mind. The other thing that you want to do is you want to adjust where your priorities may have changed. For example, something else might have changed in that period of time and you need to go back and rework what is more urgent than something else. Revisit your goals and stay on track. That way there's still that focus. Every three months, I usually do this at the start of a school semester because my kids are in school and a school term's about 10 weeks. And that's technically when I do a bulk of my work. I revisit At the start of every semester and every term, my big picture goals, I set aside time for a dream date, whether that's a coffee cup of coffee in a coffee shop and really think through and let that dream just get into your heart again and, and start burning inside because that's where your motivation comes from keeping that dream fresh in your mind. Then of course, is reset what your next three months are going to look like. Now, what do you do if life takes over and you don't achieve anything on your goal set? Trust me, been there, done that. This is where your review and adjust comes in so handy because what you do is you add it to the next month. It's so true. I have got a list of long-term big picture goals that sometimes do roll over to the month afterwards or to the next lot of 90 days. And that's okay okay it really is okay this is your business and it is your dream it is totally up to you to chop and change as much as you want but you want to keep your eye on what your big picture goal really is and work towards it breaking down those really big jobs planning a website is so overwhelming breaking it down into small tasks really does make it something that you can achieve Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about how to do this strategy in combination with a marketing calendar. I know I just said the words marketing calendar, and I know so many of you are shuddering in your boots. I know because I hate marketing calendars too, they are overwhelming. But there is a reason why I say that. At the beginning of every year, I print out a full calendar for the whole year and I plot in things like My markets that I want to do, art competitions, key online sales dates, things like Valentine's Day, Christmas, Black Friday sale. If you've got any exhibitions coming up, you need to put them in. If you've got any kids in school, you need to put your holidays in so that you know that you can work around holidays. The reason why I say this is. Because there's some things that you do need to work in advance to do. For example, for Christmas, a lot of artists bring out a specific gift line for Christmas. And there's been a lot of artists recently which will do painted baubles, for example, or little wall hangings, cute little gift items. They need to be organized two or three months in advance If you are planning on bringing out a calendar for next year or a journal or something like that, you need to start working on it now in September because it takes time to find the stock. It needs time to order. You need time to paint it, to get it ready for sale, to work out your shipping and then to photograph it. And if you're doing anything for sale, it really needs to be ready for sale By about the mid-week of November at the absolute latest, Christmas shopping actually does start in mid-November, which means all of your photography, your social media, your email newsletters need to happen before that time. So when you're doing your 30, 60, 90-day plan, it's handy if you've got a a year-long calendar, on hand that can really give you a great guide as to what you need to be spending your time on next. Now, I want to encourage you, this can work This podcast that you are currently listening to actually came about because of one of my 30, 60, 90 day plans. I put it together and dreamed it up in one of my dream date sessions. Now, what I want you to do is actually spend time on this. This is something that needs a bit of thought. It needs the effort in thinking through. I want you to spend time After this podcast and really dream about what you want to do in your business, really dream about goals that are achievable for you to be able to hit because when you do it, when you break them down into little tasks, they are so very achievable if you want to learn a new skill, for example, I've done the 30, 60, 90 day plan when it comes to doing a business course or learning a new skill, like how to f- photograph things or learn SEO. I really do recommend doing a 30, 60, 90 day plan where you have got something to do that is your focus for building your business. Creatives. I want to encourage you that where you are right now is not where you need to stay. You can grow your business. You can grow your audience. You can grow your sales. Trust me, because I've done it myself. You can do it. So I want to encourage you, go and book yourself a table at a coffee shop, do the dream date, and then come back and start putting those simple, small tasks in into place. Now, one thing Kat and I would absolutely love your help with doing is that is help getting the word out about my crazy artist life podcast. If you have got a creative friend that you know, who is trying to do business at on their own and learn how to do this crazy artist life, then make sure you share this podcast with them. Make sure you um, send them the link to listen. And also don't forget to tag people on our Instagram account. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. And I really hope that your little hearts are just bursting with dreams after today's episode and next week we'll be back with another episode of my crazy artist life and i'll see you then okay bye that's it for today's episode we hope you thoroughly enjoyed it would you like to subscribe that way you can get notifications when we bring out new episodes every week also don't forget to follow us on social media and if you want to you can leave a review that would be fantastic have a great week and see you next time